Maddie and Patty around <laughs> the world. From Bonnie, Scotland, this is world champion Pat McMenamin. In San Francisco, I am joined by fellow world champion Matt Younger. Say hello, champion. Hello, champion. How are you, buddy? I am excellent. Uh, are you welcome to beans and toast over there right now. Uh, not yet, although I have it on the counter. I think we're going to have that when everyone else gets up. It is, it is uh, 6.30 in the morning, uh, GMT. I believe it's 1.30 a.m. in the morning, East Coast time, and that makes it by my uh, fast and brilliant math at 10.30? Yeah, 10.30 out here for me. Nice. Early. Nice. Yeah, early. You and I just beginning, my friend. That's correct. Uh, no, but seriously, we are going to have beans and toast probably in about an hour. I bet. That's, a, that's how right. they do over there. I'm sipping some, uh, some tea with milk. Oh, so a feat, Patty. Oh, yeah, that's real, that's real tea. Civilization, my friend. Mm -hmm. uh, welcome to the Cleveland Sports Hour. We are two self-aware but unapologetic homers who spend far too much time watching, reading, and thinking about the 2016 NBA World Champion Cleveland Cavaliers oh. uh, and the American League Champion Cleveland Indians. Dear God. Yeah. We also have some professional football team, but let's not talk about that. No. Uh, so if you like the informed, intelligent Cleveland fans' perspective on all things, you've come to the right place. Matty, it's, it's, it's like championship week. God, it's unbelievable. Our cup runneth over, Patty. This is crazy. Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, the NBA World Champion Cleveland Cavaliers uh, begin their... Patty, one, one thing real quick. Oh, go, go, go. What's up? Uh, I, I don't, you must have missed this in your travels, uh, but the, the Cavs announced, the NBA announced, that they moved it up to 7.30 to get out of the way of the World Series. Oh, it was like half an hour early, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so not just, just so the just so the ring ceremony would get out of the way of the of the World Series, so folks like you and me can enjoy both. Ooh, it's exciting! Ah, so then uh, Tuesday night at seven thirty p.m. Eastern, yes. the NBA champion Cleveland Cavaliers begin their title defense uh, uh, following their uh, championship ring ceremony, uh, and then at eight o'clock, Cleveland Indians host Game One of the World Series for the first time in history against the Chicago Cubs. So uh, you guys are all about to receive a special double feature. The Indians World Series preview, immediately followed by the Cavs title defense season preview. Ooh. This, uh, this is fun. Before we begin, though, uh, Matty, uh, a word, if you will. Please. Uh, it has come to my attention that some of our loyal listeners are of the opinion that I talk too much during this podcast. What? I, it's it's, it's that true. Can't be, that can't be true, Patty. I can't imagine people say, you hear that. People say things. You're uh, saying I'm hearing things. Some, some very, some very good people said these. <laughs> <laughs> some even enjoyed the contributions of the vile, sticky thins and expressed the desire that maybe we start the podcast a good thirty minutes before we click record, so I can get my monologuing out early. <laughs> uh, don't laugh too hard, Matt. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I, I, I just, for a moment, I would just take a moment to address all of these concerns uh, in a civilized manner. Um, Y'all can go to hell. I will talk as much as I goddamn will, please. You know why you can't start this podcast 30 minutes early? Because I do all the goddamn tech work. Maddie, you may be the brains of this podcast, but this podcast only exists because I make it happen. You say I have a God complex? Well, let me tell you something. I am God. <laughs> uh, it's true. I can't argue with that, Patty. All right. With that out of the way, let's move along. All, all apologies to the great Alec Baldwin. Malice. Uh, all right, so let's let's kick it off with the uh, with the tribe world. Yeah, series. let's get into the tribe, buddy. Uh, so so uh, to to kick things off, just briefly, Maddie, 
let's 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 first review uh, the ALDS with the uh, Boston Red Sox and, and bid them a goodbye. I'd like to bid them a special goodbye with with this. Really trolling, Patty. Oh, I can't stop. I've been waiting weeks for this. Stay with me, Patty. So good. So good. So good. All right. Bop, bop, bop. Oh. <laughs> God, it was good to get through them. Oh, it makes it's oh, it makes me so happy. Those motherfuckers who try to make try 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 own that goddamn song. It's not your mm-hmm. fucking song, Sox fans. It's a beautiful song that can be enjoyed by all fans. It's not it's, about it's, you. It's the world's. That song belongs to all of us. That's right, to humanity. You fucking ingrates. Just, oh, God, I hate them so much. That made me so happy to beat the Red Sox. It was pretty like, nice, man. It I was feels- I was worried going. I mean, we talked about that in the preview. I was worried yeah. about that one, and for good reason. But uh, oh, it was sweet to do it oh. in a sweep too. Felt uh, felt very very good. Mm. I mean, not without his moments. I mean, that's the crazy thing. No, that was that was a uh, very easily could have gone another couple directions. Uh, you know, after after uh, we were up 2-0, uh, um, Bill Simmons, sports guy. Yes, thank you for doing this. Tweeted. Uh, I'm just going to leave this here. And did a link to uh, the 99 ALDS when we were up to, you know, and, and blew it in, like, ridiculously depressing sp- fashion. Yeah, that one was tough. Oh, it was so annoying. I mean, I already had, like, I, mean, I, would, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about 2007 being up 3-1 uh, and losing to the Red Sox uh, in three straight. It gave me immense satisfaction, Matty, uh, uh, to tweet him after we swept them uh, uh, in game three with the, the notice. Uh, I think you dropped something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indians fans are all over his ass. Oh, oh man, it's just yeah. This I was I was happy. Would have been enough uh, uh, that the uh, that we beat the Red Sox. I, I could have handled anything after that. Like that would have stung. Well, uh, I, you know, honestly, and we'll get into this. It's it, it's weird having this happen right after the Cavs won because I feel like I feel like I have not I'm not done celebrating that. And it's hard for it's hard for me to properly appreciate what the tribe's doing. I think absolutely. I think that's true across the right now. We're we're just we're just high. Yeah, that's right. Uh, You know, we're we're flying a little close to the sun. Not really sure what to do with ourselves. It's nice that there's a that football team that we said we weren't going to talk about that can keep us grounded. I think that is the one blessing of of that season. It's the go-to retort for uh, for all of my uh, uh, you know friends that that uh, aren't Clevelanders that, um, that that are trying to troll me saying you know oh, we still got the Browns I'm like who yeah yeah I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that right now no. <laughs> you know that team <laughs> football team you say we we have a football team yeah. I had no idea well, look at that. Uh, I wanted to t- just just bring up a few moments that mattered uh, uh, to me from the series. Um, that first inning, Chipper Bauer survives. Uh, oh God, I, I was terrified watching that. I think that. I mean, I think that was everything. Uh, yeah. I mean, he. In some he ways, you're right. 
uh, uh, we, we got two on, right? And we had uh, Mo, uh, Mo, I said Mo Vaughn, Maddie. Jesus. <laughs> David Ortiz was up. Uh, uh, and you just knew something terrible was going to happen. Uh, and he popped out. Um, and again, speaking of, of excellent trolling, uh, uh, you know, some Boston uh, uh, journalist uh, says me like, you know, uh, David Ortiz fouled out for, for out number two in the first inning, and you know, Cleveland cheer like they just won the championship, won the World Series. Like, uh, really? Uh, you you're gonna <laughs> police aren't cheering in the yeah. first inning of a playoff Fans game? Are too too enthusiastic for the playoffs. Too much fun. Uh, which is great because that's bullshit. Oh, such bullshit. Also, I mean, we fell behind early with those with those solo shots. Thank God they were solo shots. Uh, but when, Patty, also the 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 play at the plate. Oh my God, that was amazing! In that first inning, I mean that's that easily could have been another another run right there for sure, and not an out, and then who knows how many other runs because of it. That was enormous. So many crazy moments like that. Yeah, an amazing throw, an amazing tag. Just it was beautiful all around. Right, all oh, the way yeah. around. It's Roberto Perez. Spins. He's been really good. Good, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a, a pretty good argument that he was the best backup catcher in baseball last year, right? And obviously, his his uh, his bat just evaporated on him post uh, post injury this year. Yeah, and he came back really from injury. He wasn't fully all the way back. But his, uh, you know, he's hit a he's had a the home run, a couple RBIs, and and uh, his defense has been amazing. You know, the stuff about his pitch framing, which is a you know, sort of a, a, a newer metric for evaluating catchers uh, is off the charts. Yeah. He's really good. Really, really so, good. I mean, he can start from, for a lot of teams in the league. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but, no, it was great following the Indians' Twitter account during the games that, uh, uh, because uh, after we hit some back-to-back jacks uh, or some almost back-to-back jacks. Um, uh, later we hit the- back-to-back in that game. Back to back, and then there was an out, and there's another Jack, wasn't it? No, Perez, Perez hit his, and then Santana got out, and then Kipnis and Lindor went back to back. That's right. That's right. In game two, the Indians no, tweeted no, back one, at that. Excuse me. Yeah, the Indians tweeted back at that Boston reporter uh, asking if it was okay to cheer. Straight <laughs> <laughs> level on those solo shots acceptable to you, dude? Indians, tw- who who the I'd, I'd like to out with whoever runs the Indians Twitter account because they are excellent, man. You're crushing it in the, uh, in the Blue Jays series. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. But yeah, anything else? I mean, so, I mean, oh, so the other big uh, uh, moment that mattered to me um, was um, game three when Mookie Betts made that Willie Hayes catch on uh, Mr. Lapara. Oh, yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. Up in that corner was a nasty shot. I couldn't believe he made that catch. And, and I had one of those, those Cleveland moments, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. This is how it happens. Oh, shit. I mean, he just caught that. William Hayes caught that uh, that that deep fly ball in the 1954 World Series, which the Indians went on to lose in a horrific fashion, uh, uh, sweet fashion, I think. Right? Vic Wirtz. Uh, Vic Wirtz, buddy. Vic Wirtz. That's right. Nice. Good job. Good job. Um, but I, I had a secondary thought going. Ah, things are different now. Yeah. We're champions now, and these sort of things, you know, don't get us because. We're okay with it. <laughs> right. The that isn't there. And yeah. you know what? 
fuck that. I think we're going to win this. Although I was still terrified the rest of the game, but still, it was, I think it was significant that that moment happened. And that was, you know, if you're a Cleveland sports fan, that was a moment of dread. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, you know, not just the, the, not just it happening, but just the whole fact of uh, calling to mind that catch from uh, the 54 world series. Yeah. That was significant to me. Yeah. I mean, a, a couple other things for me from that series. One, you know, that's where we learned that Tito, how he was going to use his bullpen. Um, yeah. Which has been awesome. And he, he, God damn it. How good is Tito, man? Just, oh, so just the best. Good. Just the best. So He carries himself I mean, we, so well. We have one quality pitch. Well, not true. That's not true. We have two now with the way the Tomlin's been pitching too. But, um, just incredible what he's done. Um, uh, Miller coming man. in the fifth. I mean, just not not messing around. Playing to win every moment. When I was listening to a podcast with Joe Posnanski, where he's talking about that, just winning innings, like not even messing around. Yeah, I love his uh, like that. His attitude is like, if you have a chance to win it, you fucking go all out and win mm-hmm. it now. Don't worry yep. about tomorrow or later. Don't don't try and pull anything back. Yep. All those wins are so precious. You got to do everything you can for each one. Yeah, uh, and not hedge, and he's he's managing like that, which is awesome. It just it's just so confidence inspiring to have him there. Um, yeah, and you can see you can see in the players too how the players are totally, mm-hmm. um, in, and and they have the same exact attitude going into it, like, and so they aren't rattled by a loss. Yep, you know they aren't rattled by much. Like, no, they're they are, so chill out there, just having fun, man. It's a that yeah. it is a very fun team to root for. Yeah, um, absolutely. So that was one, and then Tomlin, dear God, you know I was ready for Tomlin to get lit. Up going into Boston, you know, gives up a lot of home runs. That team was, I you know, sort of their bats have been quiet-ish in games one and two, and I thought it was just going to be an explosion. And he was magnificent. He's been great. That's something we we talked about in the preview too. Was how you know guys just emerge in the playoffs like that, and yeah, we've had a couple, but Tomlin's been, you know, we're counting on him now. Um, yeah, no, that was incredible. Uh, and, and, and the fact that all people that hit a home run in Fenway, it was Coco Crisp. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't Mookie Betts. It wasn't David Ortiz. It wasn't any of those fuckers. It was Coco fucking Crisp. <laughs> have you ever, if you read his, uh, uh, his post-game uh, uh, comments, because when he swings a hit, he, he acted like he had a home run. But apparently he swung, hit it in the air, and thought, oh, yeah, I got that. And then he's like, wait, no, I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so he started booking around first base with his head down, and he hurt, and then he saw the the, the second base umpire uh, spin his, his hands, and he was like, mm-hmm. So he didn't even see the home run clear the wall. He put his head down once he realized that, oh, shit, wait, I'm not a power hitter. <laughs> it's been so nice having Coco, man. Oh, man, it's just so great. All this, uh, it's all coming together, Matty. Yeah, it feels good right now. Uh, so can we run to the Blue Jay series? The yeah. AL- yeah, let's get to that. Let's let's get to that, and uh, and, and again, uh, uh, let me start off with a little bit of uh, music special message to the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, and uh, and, and, and one uh, Joey Bats. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Mm-hmm. Joey Bats. Joey, what was Skyler calling him? Joey Twigs. <laughs> Joey Twigs. I really enjoyed that. Jose Bautista drinks skin milk. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> 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 
Those sounds uh, were awesome. Honorable mention goes to uh, 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 Donaldson thinks uh, Olive Garden is authentic. <laughs> Those were great. Those were really good. Oh my god! Another fucking series. I mean, I mean, it was hard to remember which things happened in which series because yeah. it was. I mean, it's, it's amazing comparing comparing it to the the basketball playoffs too, which just take forever and drag on and on. Like I feel like this has been no time. Boom, 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 boom. And, and, and I think it's relentless. Like, yep. like one game where you're like up late, you know, freaking out, you know, pacing back and forth and uh, standing up and all that stuff. You're real nervous and heart pounding. Sweaty palms time. And then like the next day is the next game. You yep. don't get any day of rest. Yeah. Whereas we always had at least one day off where we could like, you know, focus on our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Digest, get away from it a little. Yep, no, not in this. Playoff this baseball, game. so intense. Um, so what did you make of the, of the circumstances in this one, Matty? Yeah, God, that was good. I love – I mean, again, Indians Twitter, man, right on Ooh. it. So just jumped all over him. And just the, and the players, too. The players, it was so great. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to think – I mean, certainly it was uh, uh, Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Um, jumped <laughs> circumstances left and right. Uh, now, but who else? Did you, did you see who else uh, uh, chimed in on the circumstances? Stuff? I think Jose Ramirez did. <laughs> I didn't see his. Uh, but, uh, yeah, of course, if you just if you guys haven't been following, I don't, is it even worth having to, if you guys haven't been following, fuck you, why are you listening to this podcast? You yeah. should know what, this, what we're talking about. Um, but uh, I just love that Jose Bautista was just melting down throughout the series because after game two, he tweets out, or not tweets out, excuse me. He just says to the reporters that the circumstances are preventing them from uh, 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 being able to hit the ball. And uh, I know some of the responses were just so great. Some, a lot of from the, from the Indians' Twitter account of like, here are the circumstances. It's just a picture of uh, uh, four uh, pictures that game. Yeah, Hubert, Colin, <laughs> Miller. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Uh, that was great. Uh, it's like if somebody else is saying like. Wait, so you're saying they aren't throwing any pitches over the middle of the plate. They're staying off the plate, and that's the circumstance they're causing you to lose? Yeah, agreed. They're pitching really fucking well. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. And then after they lost uh, game three, it didn't, didn't show up to reporters. Yeah. Now, he had a terrible series, man. He's really oh, man. bad. After that, they had their one win, game four. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he—that's when he gives his uh, 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 this kid uh, Ryan Merritt to be shaking in his boots. Pretty sure he's gonna be shaking in his boots more than we are. What a dick! Oh yeah, he—he he got everything uh, that was coming to him. I hope somebody does not throw a lot of money at him this off season. Oh yeah, it was great. I mean, on top of that, the fact that like you know uh, Ryan Merritt actually wears boots. Yeah, in Texas and wore boots to the game is amazing. <laughs> He just had such a field day with like t taking pictures of his boots with a champagne bottle in it. Yeah, that was it's so good. Roberto Perez tweeted at him in Spanish. I hope you enjoy your birthday. <laughs> or how's your, how's your birthday going? Something like that. Trevor Bauer had a million ones uh, about circumstances and uh, boots and all that stuff. I mean, just Trevor Bauer owns Canada, man. It feels like it right now, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah, that was. I, don't know, I was just really It was interesting. I mean, the Indians felt way. I mean, they were winning, so that's a big part of it, right? But felt way more composed than the Blue Jays, right? The Blue Jays felt like they were falling apart right from the get go, and the announcers commented on that. Uh, 
the TBS post-game guys were talking about that, right? That it felt like as soon as the Indians scored first uh, in the final game that the the Blue Jays bench just got deflated and didn't get into the game, weren't up. Um, they felt like a beaten crew pretty early in this series to me. Yeah, they looked it too. And I was wondering about that because it, they actually were collapsing at the end of the season. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a good. They, they, I mean, they should have won the division. I mean, we should have played them in the ALDS, but they had this the, the job over the last uh, month of the season while the Red Sox went on their ten-game hot streak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the but so there was there's there's this falseness about the Blue Jays being hot right now because they won their last two or three games of the season. Yeah, something like that. Something like and that. Then, to swept the Rangers. Right after winning the wildcat games with the Rangers, so they had their own little mini winning streak going. Um, I think it was six games each for them and for us. Um, but that forgets how rattled they were in the last month of the season. There were some reports um, that they were so hostile to their own like Toronto media that they like put up like a picture of a reporter with on the dartboard, and like where where, where reporters can see it. Reporters coming in to try and interview. Them. Jeez, that notorious. Difficult Toronto media. <laughs> exactly. It's like, dude, Toronto's got you rattled. The Toronto media. Bunch of Canadian reporters. I can't imagine that's difficult. Oh my god. I mean, you know, their heads flapping like that. I guess that's kind of unnerving. <laughs> <laughs> you know that the uh, their offense. It was it was funny. The uh, I'm sure you saw that going into the series that the narrative for the season is that it's big Toronto bats and the, and the big arms of the Indians, but that the Indians actually outscored the blue Jays on the year and the blue Jays allowed less runs on the year than the Indians did. That's um, and the lineup, the top of their lineup scared me, right? Like Donaldson and Encarnacion are terrifying. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely terrifying. I was ready for them to crush it at every moment. And Jose Bautista used to crush the Indians all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he, he really, I think he was hurt. Um, so, I, you know, he was not what, what he's – he could not do what he is normally capable of doing. But outside of those guys, that lineup just did not work. But Russell Martin, I think, also was hurt but was terrible. Uh, and the rest of those guys, just nobody really scared me. Other than his fucking Ezekiel Carrera, man. Yeah, man. He came back out of nowhere to, to kill us. He, he was, was great. Yeah. He was, he was very impress, impressive. Um but yeah, the the rest of their lineup just was felt like nothing to me, and their pitching was good. What did we hit one eighty six for the series? Yeah, it was crazy. We we really didn't hit the ball well. I mean, this was a low scoring series. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, it was a two zero two one four two. Yep, five, uh, five and one, and then and then and then three. Oh, it was a three zero. No, right, three zero. It wasn't four two. It wasn't four two. Yeah. I, that was wild. Yeah. Um, I don't think I. Oh, good. No, no, no. It's just not what I expected going into this series. I've been waiting for teams to unload on us, and it hasn't happened yet. And let's knock on wood that yeah. another baller offense isn't going to come in and do that yeah, to exactly. us. Uh, uh, I mean, two other things that jumped out to me were um, I mean, Tribe felt like this, and I didn't think it was that bad, but like, uh, first of all, the TBS announcing crew was just so. Terrible. Yeah, people. Uh, I, I didn't have that same reaction that everybody else did. People thought the announcing crew was really down on us. Yeah, and like, and just like they sounded depressed whenever we were hitting home runs and all the poor videos, the poor Red Sox. They wanted. I didn't get that either. I just. I didn't I, feel that at all. 
I, I, I feel like I didn't like the uh, the play by play guy. Uh, not play by play guy. I like I like him, Ernie. Um, but Ernie uh, Johnson. You don't like Ron Darling? Yeah, I, I just like his voice. Yeah, I don't. I don't, like his, sound- I don't particularly like his voice either. But I didn't think he, I didn't think he was like said objectionable things really. He was. It was kind of like meh. It wasn't a really good crew, but I didn't think they were like really. No, uh, or I didn't think they were biased against us in any way, or rooting against us. I didn't get that. But there's people that feel that way for sure, including I think Uncle Granty, right? Yeah, man. I, yeah, yeah. No, I'm all I'm all over Twitter too. Uh, uh, my Twitter feed was was up in arms about it. Well, maybe you um, and you and I might be missing something here, Pat. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we are. Um, one thing that, that stood out to me, which is really fun, um, and I want to give a shout-out um, uh, to Becca on this, is that we got to see uh, a bullpen game. Yeah. Because Trevor Bauer's finger, his bloody finger, which is disgusting. It's dripping the, blood. That, how do you remember how crazy that was for moment? So wild, man. <laughs> so wild. They thought he was good. What did he last? 15 pitches before that thing burst? Two-thirds of the inning. He almost got out of the inning. Yeah. He, went, he, went, he had two strikes on, uh, was it International? Or Bats? No. I think, was, was, I, I think it was Joey Bats. I think it was the fourth guy. He was, he was in the, he was the cleanup then, and he walked him. And he was trying to hide it. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> his finger was gushing blood, and he was wiping it on his dark sleeve and holding his hand behind his hips. <laughs> it was super – like, I don't fully understand why the umps didn't – like, had to wait for Gibbons to come say something before intervening. I mean, yeah, I guess they were trying to let him, like, finish the... Work the, through it, I guess, but that's... You can't have blood on your hands. No, it's illegal. A hundred percent. That's not okay. And I could, I, it seemed like it was odd. I mean, I, maybe the view's I think more difficult, I, but I, I can't imagine that. It could have been... Um, uh, it could have been, right, the, the, the home play on park couldn't see it, potentially. Because, you know, the way Trevor Bauer was trying to hold his hand so he couldn't mm-hmm. see it. I think that's possible. But this, it seems like the second base umpire should have had a great view of it. Or the third base umpire. Right. Uh, it was wild. So then he's out after the first inning. And we had that exact same game that, um, yeah, that uh, you I saw. saw with ben and and uh, uh, Sticky uh, of just like, you know, relief pitchers just coming in the first to second inning and carrying us through the end of the game. It was incredible. That was, an ama- that was a uh, truly amazing game. I mean that's just stunning that we get those. That's it's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. Um, and then the best part was Becca actually recognized Merritt. Really? He's like, oh, that was that that kid. That kid he, yeah, I liked him. I, I had a good feeling about him when he when he pitched in that game we saw. And I was like, he pitched like, oh god, you're like I forgot the Merritt pitched in that game. Yeah. <laughs> that I saw, and I was like, oh my god, you're right. So Becca gets some props for uh, remembering uh, that, that kid from Texas. Becca's balling. Becca's balling. She is balling indeed. How you know, um, how good was was I mean this is what I'm talking about with how laid back that team is was Tito coming out to them like when they interviewed him afterwards and he was like yeah I got out there saw blood on the uh, on the rubber I thought that's probably not good <laughs> gave him the ball told him to hold, hang on to that ball it's probably gonna be worth something someday with all that blood all over it <laughs> <laughs> oh what's the other thing he said um, didn't he, didn't he notice like uh, some uh, the raffle? The, there was yeah. like a fifty fifty raffle that was up to twenty four thousand dollars or something, and he said to Napoli, "Like we would better buy some tickets, man. That's a lot of money. That's good. Yeah, get on that. Like while in this moment, yeah, the season's the season's falling apart. <laughs> he does that. I, he Tito's great, just great. He lost I, his tooth during that game too. I think. 
What? Yeah. Frank Collins. He's got a he's got a fake tooth that came out into his into his uh like that whatever that disgusting mix of tobacco and gum that he's always gnawing on. And uh, it came out. And I think it was. I can't remember if it was game three or game four, but I think it was game three. So you had to go to a dentist in Toronto at like one in the morning. Oh my god! I just learned two things from you in this podcast. One that that Tito lost his fake tooth uh, uh, in the middle of one of the playoff games, and two that Tito Franco has a fake tooth. Yeah. <laughs> what? I love that. That's why. Um, that just marvelous job by our bullpen. <sighs> Great job by him, you know, pushing all the right buttons. It was awesome. It's funny. It was crazy about that series that we won 4-1 and, and nearly swept. Um, is, is I, I saw a, a, a Blue Jay fan on my way uh, to Scotland uh, and just said, you know, uh, hey, it's tough, tough, to, you know, tough, you know, close, to, tough series or good, good series, something like that. And he said, no. And I was like, no, I, I mean, honestly, all four of the games we won were close. Mm-hmm. Really, really tight. We, we didn't blow them out ever. No, which would have been nice for my for my heart. No, but it, 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 I think I think it started to feel inevitable for them though that they weren't yeah. they just weren't going to get through. And and Andrew Miller is just such a lights out like a dagger hanging over everything. Uh, it has the feel a little bit like that the the Royals team that had the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings locked down. It has that feel to it, only except yeah. that it's like we just got to get to the sixth almost, and we're yeah. there. Um, I'm a little nervous about that running out, but that's definitely uh, how the Blue Jays fans felt for sure. Is that yeah. just that those guys aren't going to give up any runs? Mm-hmm. Uh, so as soon as we fall behind, and that's how Tito was managing, was as soon as we have a lead, he's going into we will do whatever it takes to win this game. No, I'm so glad. Uh, that's so great having a manager that knows knows to do that. Um, I got I got two more quick thoughts, Patty, and then, and then and then whatever you've got on it for sure. Um, one is like Jesus, how how glad are we for the Andrew Miller trade right now? Whatever whatever qualms quibbles we had with it back in the summer are evaporated. Yeah, I, I, I've been somewhere like the, the reason part of the reason the office was willing to make this trade for a relief pitcher to give up all those. Uh, I mean, our best asset. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, plus some, other, you know, two other really highly regarded prospects, three huge prospects for this guy, was that they trusted the manager to use him properly. Yeah, to, to maximize his value, and yeah. that's exactly what he's doing. He's using the most highly leveraged, important situations in the game. And the ALCS MVP. It was, it was, what a great trade! Like it paid off <laughs> immediately, and we have him for two more years. Mm-hmm. Which is well, awesome. how about Luke Roy? How's he doing? Uh, He's at, he's at home. He got swept and uh, and uh, maybe got like one or two hits the entire yeah. series. Yeah, he didn't have. I mean, nobody on that team on the, the Rangers really had a great series, but yeah. yeah. Oh, this Fuck reminds it. me. This reminds me because that was the, that's again that was the attitude of the Indians once they got they didn't want he beat to the trade like because they were excited about it and they, they beat to the trade like oh fuck him we got yeah. 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 Uh, yeah the it's best. It's- best the best trolling response to Joey Vance uh, was uh, Kipnis uh, in the celebration when somebody asked him about the shaking boot comments, and he just responded. He, he responded, "That's why you don't say dumb shit." <laughs> Kipnis is great, man. <laughs> Crushing. We uh, we were. I was having a conversation with a friend here about who who people from other teams would hate on the Indians because it's a pretty likable bunch. And the obvious answer is Bauer. And I get why people would not like Bauer. I don't like some of the shit he does. 
Um, like I'd, I'd rather keep his mouth shut sometimes. Yeah, he taunted um, the, the Toronto fans with 3-0. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I was like, don't, don't do that shit, Trevor. Dude. <laughs> um, so I get him. But after that, I somebody raised Kipnis maybe, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess. But he he just seems more like a tell-it-like-it-is guy rather than a actively going out and trying to, to antagonize people. Yeah, and it's not like he's uh, – uh, uh, he doesn't, like, chew out people or freak out, freak out like a fucking homicidal maniac like uh, that second baseman for the Red Sox. For the Red Sox? Yeah. Who's that guy? Oh, the Pedroia, after the, yeah, after the uh, the check swing in that one game where he just went bonkers. Not just that, but when in game three, too. Oh, like, I guess that's right, yeah. It's the other thing we didn't talk about. Maybe you're going to bring this up. Just like, but what a bunch of fucking complainers the 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 Blue Jays are. I, yeah. I got to listen to a couple uh, uh, Hamilton calls because I had to watch it on my computer. Um, and Hamilton was just he just yeah, relentless saying, on them, right? Like J- J- Jose Bautista used to lead the league in home runs. Now he leads the league in whining. <laughs> These Toronto Blue Jays hitters, if they don't swing at it, it's not supposed to be a strike. Yeah. That's a swing at it. It's not a strike. Yeah, he had it. zero patience for them. Oh man! But he was right. They were yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, first of all, like I mean, these these umpires are, are professionals. They were calling the game straight no matter what. But if I was an umpire, I, I would have expand that fucking strike zone. Anyone who's going to oh, give yeah. me ah, dumbasses. Anyway, uh, uh, you were you were saying. Um. So that was one. I'd like who's I, I, everybody else. So like, how about that moment when? Lindor sort of came in and stole that pop up on the infield away from Kipnis, <laughs> and Kipnis started to chase him off the field. I'm like, that's just so much fun, man. He, he looked back over his shoulder and caught Kipnis glaring at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kipnis did charge up. It was good. I almost used that as a gif in one of our in our fantasy football recap, yeah. uh, but they didn't find a good spot. It for was him. great. Hey, Lindor is so much fun, man. Oh my god. What a great guy. He's just, he's I love it. The whole thing with his mom making lasagna for him. <laughs> What's your favorite meal? Oh, it's like, I loved all of that. Is is great. It's such a fun team. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, just in case people didn't know, which is so awesome Cleveland fan-ish, is uh, that they a Cleveland fan figured out during the game, uh, found Ryan Merritt's uh, wedding registry. And that by the end of the game, or by the end of the, by the time he left the game, I think the Indians fans had just bought it out. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Awesome uh, all around. I I absolutely love that. That's that a fan that's a cool thing. Who goes to the trouble of finding your wedding registry, and we will buy it all. Yeah. Because <laughs> thank you. Because the story was in, you know, there's he said something, but he was being interviewed ahead of the thing, and he met some said something about his fiance, and he was like, I said her name, and like it's Sarah, Sarah with an H, I think that's what it was. I better make sure <laughs> I get that right. So it was in, you know, it's out there. Somebody, God bless him, whoever did this. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh God, I love this team. Yeah, um, I really, oh, and I appreciate our fans who did that too. I was like, that's that's really that's awesome. That's really nice. That's awesome. Um, I also remembered, I forgot to mention, uh, uh, you know, in the, in the celebration after uh, the uh, tri- tribe to the ALDS, uh, uh, one Paul Hoynes uh, entered the locker room and uh, Corey Kluber came over and poured a beer on his head. Said, Thanks. Clubot, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, he's been tweeting some shade, too. I love that guy. He doesn't crack a smile. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's on it too. I love it. I, I think I think things are getting all right with Hoinsey and the team. I think they. Oh yeah, they're, they're all forgiven. He he wrote his piece saying I was wrong. Yep. Uh, he explained himself, and I, you know, it was all it was legit. All forgiven. Clearly, he didn't actually like the beer being poured in his head. He closed his piece by saying, "I would prefer to have that beer in my hand rather than on yeah. my head." Yeah. But I appreciate it <laughs> in the spirit it was given. Yes. So good. Well, well said, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, I so uh, let's uh, if you, unless you have anything else you want to add on the, the Blue Jays. Uh, now we better keep this thing moving because I'm sure you're going to have kids waking up at some point soon. Yeah. There. We have a, we have a, we won't we haven't finished the first half of the double feature, so we got to move. Yeah. Um, all right, so Matty, um, as has been established and commented on by some of our, our listeners, uh, and I fully admit to, I don't really follow baseball outside the Indians. I watch the Indians play, and that's about it. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you faded, Patty. Don't worry. I, I know nothing about the Cubs aside from the fact that they are the best team in baseball. They are, are mashers, and they have great starting pitching, and they have a white beer for a closer. Yes. Uh, those, well, those are pretty relevant facts. Uh, one thing you left out of there that is important to notice and will be a big deal in the series is that they are maybe a historically great defensive team. Mm. Uh, the Indians have a good defense this year. The Cubs have a really good defense. Um, the Russell at shortstop is comparable to Lindor. They're of roughly similar caliber. I'd, you know, I'd pick Lindor, but it's mm. Russell's excellent. Uh, the breakout star has been Baez, their second baseman this year, who's just in- incredible at second base. He's been ma- making amazing plays. Uh, Rizzo's a gold glove caliber first baseman. Bryant's the third is great. Their outfield defense is very good. Um, they are a really good, good, good defense. They're, uh, they are a stacked team, man, top to bottom. Uh, 100% the best team in the league, 100% uh, better than the Indians. I think the ESPN did their like, position by position who has the advantage breakdown, and I think we got the advantage at shortstop, DH, and uh, bullpen. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's it. And everything else they had the advantage on. Um, they are excellent, man. It's not, uh, it is not so different than we felt two years ago in the finals coming in with the Warriors. I mean, this is before the Warriors had the, the all-time wins record that ended up being meaningless. Um, mm-hmm. Like, they are that good. Now, the thing that's, that's a little different is that baseball is, especially in the playoffs, a very different game than basketball, right? So the best team does not always win. The best team rarely wins, you might even say, in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that advantage still means they're, you know, I, I don't know, at the, the highest, I think you'd say 55% likely to win the series, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but make no mistake, they are excellent. Uh, nasty starting pitching. Yeah. Really, uh, really good starting pitching. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, Lester. John Lester has been outstanding in the playoffs. The one thing you'll hear about going into game one, if you haven't heard it already, it, you know, he doesn't throw to first base. He's got like a major mental block. Oh, that's Go, right. Going to first. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Indians obviously led the American League in stolen bases and are a very good base running team generally. So it'll be interesting to see if they get guys on. Uh, and like Rajay Davis will start that game. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But also, I think the 
that matchup of the Indians running game versus the exceedingly good fielding of the, of the Cubs will be an interesting thing to watch. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that uh, I really appreciated in the um, Red Sox and Blue Jays series um, is, uh, you know, they had those, those sweaty paws moments where they made little errors in crucial moments and you just didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, that was a nice equalizer uh, uh, against the, you know, the potent lineups and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, that sucks that we won't have that same potential <laughs> advantage. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. It's going to be harder to do that stuff. So the, you know, uh, Perez taking second base on the sack fly and and Mike Napoli getting two, I think, two stolen bases so far in the playoffs. Or how about that one guy called the wild pitch? But um, that stuff, I think, is going to be harder to come by. Yeah. Uh, in huh. these finals. It, it, like, the Cubs are super good and scare me a little because they haven't really mashed yet. Uh, yeah. They, they didn't really do it in the Giants series. They had a, a couple breakout games uh, against the Dodgers, including just crushing Kershaw yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they were wailing on the ball. But they, uh, yeah, they're outstanding. It, I sort of like that we'll be I – mean, I guess we would have been underdogs against the Dodgers too, but not in the same way as we will be – as we are against the, the Cubs. So I, I sort of like that aspect of it for this team. That seems to fit in nicely with how they think about themselves. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, yeah, do we, have any, do we have any shot against these guys? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why it's, it's uh, baseball, why you say you just got to get into the playoffs in baseball yeah. and then anything can happen. We absolutely have a shot against them. A, a Giants team that I find not very good mm-hmm. gave them everything they could handle. Right? They lost one. Ga- they lost that first game, one nothing, on a home run that barely got out of Wrigley. Right. Um, they gave away Game Four mm-hmm. and, and easily should have won that right. one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a whole different series. So. Yeah, a hundred percent. The bats can go cold. We can fluky stuff happens. You can get lucky in a seven-game series. Absolutely, anything is possible. But it seems um, like it seems like the, the the thing we want to see the Indians hitters doing right is stretching stretching the pitch count of the starters to get to their bullpen. Yeah, we'd like to get into their bullpen. The, the middle part of their bullpen is not great, and even Chapman is. Uh, has not looked fantastic in this postseason. I mean, he's you know, he's throwing one hundred and three miles an hour yesterday. Yeah, um, wild, erratic, and, and yeah, but yeah, but um, yeah, I, I, that's the basics. I think we we gotta hope for Kluber to be nasty and give us a lot. You know, give us like seven innings, I think, mm-hmm. so that are the bullpen's fresh for the rest of the games, and then similar performances from Tomlin and Bauer, and maybe Danny Salazar. Maybe he's going to do what simulated three innings. He threw a simulated three innings today. Gave up a bomb to Roberto Perez. I saw that. Um, really? Yeah, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's it looks like they're leaning towards putting him on the club. I'm interested to see who comes off the the roster for him. Yeah, uh, if that's Merritt, which I guess it could be. Um, I don't know who else. I think Cody Anderson's on the postseason roster, which doesn't. Yeah, that that I'd be fine with. <laughs> um, so I think the 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 order of the day from the 
pitching staff from run prevention will be basically what we've seen already, right? Like we, we're going against a very good lineup, but we've gone against two good lineups already. Um, so it won't look so different. And, and honestly, the Cubs offense is pretty comparable to the Red Sox offense, right? So yeah. we saw that. that. That's exactly the same thing can happen. It's just that the, the Cubs are very good at every other part of the game in a way the Red Sox are not. So, so I think that's right. We, we see long at bats, push them, see if we can mess around on the bases a little bit. And, you know, the thing I'm hoping for the Indians is that their bats get going. Yeah, they have been right. Like they, they have been a streaky team. They were streaky team offensively all year, and we've just gone through. Even in the Red Sox series, it's, we weren't crushing the ball. Um, so I'm hoping we get hot. Yeah, most of our runs are coming on these solo shots, mm-hmm. stringing hits together. Yep, uh, that'll be good to see. Um, so I'm hoping I'm hoping some guys can can get off in this series. So it's early, Maddie. Uh, I mean, you know, we still have a World Series to play. But uh, uh, going back to our uh, discussion in the, the, the playoff preview, um, you you're starting to th- think differently about this uh, Indians team and the uh, and the, the, the fun, likable um, favorite team rankings. Well, winning goes a long way, doesn't it? It does. Um, I mean, I think that '95 team is still ahead of them, but um, but oh, they're catching. They're, they close the gap for sure. Over these right. two series, well, well no, let's, no, no question. Let's let's see in a couple of weeks uh, uh, where we're at. Uh, you, we you only need to wait a couple of weeks, buddy. Oh, well, more than one week at least, right? It's gonna take longer than one week, right? Two, Hopefully, I mean, a sweep no. would end Saturday night. It's true, so it could be just a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We shall find out. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm super pumped for it. it. This is gonna be awesome. I mean, this is an amazing World Series. Cubs Indians yeah. is just incredible. Um, and I think it is, it is a, because it's the Cubs, it is going to be an Indians against the world situation, which will be fun for us. We like that. Yep. Although Tom Hanks is on our side. Did you know that? Yeah. He's got a soft spot for Cleveland, right? He said, uh, he said, go, go tribe. It is uh, farewell, uh, on SNL the other night. Oh, did he? he snuck, yeah. He snuck one in. So, hey, go tribe. Oh, good. God bless you, Tom Hanks. I was going to say the star power coming out for the Cubs is going to be, uh, not not, not yeah, that crazy. It's, it's okay. going to go fast. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, and as you know, as I said, my, my father-in-law uh, is, uh, is a oh, Cubs fan. Yeah, dissension in the family. Yeah. Um, so Becca Becca has to, you know, she, said, she doesn't have a choice. I told her. I, I converted Judaism and you converted to Cleveland sports fandom. You're not allowed to root for the Cubs. You have to root for the <laughs> That's correct. It's not like she gives a shit about the Cubs. No, but she, you know, she. she She's a loyal she, daughter. Dad, you know, uh, uh, but um, I think Brad's going to try and get tickets at some point. So uh, hopefully I'll, I'll get to go. Uh, it'll be pretty amazing. She's uh, in, in Chicago? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to get tickets. He's not even sure, but, you know. I mean, he can yeah. get them. He's just got to pay for them, but they are. Yeah. Have you seen the prices? They are crazy. Exactly. That's why I'm like, yeah. I also told him, I was like, you know, if uh, that's too if that's too difficult, I'm, you know, I'm sure that there'll be more reasonable prices uh, at Progressive Field. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so we'll see. I'll, I'll keep you posted on whether uh, that happens. Oh, yeah. Happen. I hope you get to go. That'd be awesome. Have you ever been yeah. to Wrigley? Uh, yeah. Actually, that was uh, – we went, I went on a trip with uh, my father-in-law and my other brothers-in-law. Uh, we trip to Chicago. We went to see a Cubs game at Wrigley Field. I love that state. Remind, that's remind awesome. Me. It's, it reminds me of a small version of uh, Municipal Stadium, you know, like the feel. And oh, I, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Parks. You know, it's just, oh, that was so much fun. I love that place. 
it is a yeah it's it's a pretty amazing series and i will say going into this the baseball playoffs are hard you know the 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 beauty of them is that if you get in anything can happen but it's also a little different in the sense of it feels like um the luck of the draw every year right so i think this indians team think about how young this team is man it's it's amazing um yeah. we should be in the playoffs or in playoff contention for the next four to five years, um, three to five years at least. Um, so I think we'll be able to re-experience this. But again, man, when you get there and get so close, any, anything can happen. Bad no. luck, bad luck, and I like there's nothing. It's different. It's different than in basketball where we're like the Cavs will get back there and you know they'll get a shot. You feel like that in basketball, right? If your team's good enough, you're probably going to win the series and you'll have a shot. Um, there's, it's way flukier in baseball and to get so close, it, ma- it makes getting so close and not getting there that much more difficult. I think I was just going to um, say, I was just going to say, Maddie, I, I was thinking about this the other day, uh, don't fall into the trap trap. I feel like I fell into 95, right? I no. Yeah. 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 We should learn that lesson. Right. We said, I, mean, I remember saying to myself afterwards, you know, you know, it's kind of cool. That this, 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 this. I said something along the lines of like, I want them to like have some heartbreak. So, so it means more of the time. So it's an idiot. Yeah. And yeah. Like, purpose in store for me. Because um, we just assume they come back. They're so good. They're the best team in baseball. Like fifty-five games, or fifty-six games over five hundred. Yeah. Yep. And they uh, the year before, and then right, the, you know, no, 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 that was that, that was ninety-five. And uh, we assume they'd be coming back every year. And the ninety-six happened. We lost in the first uh, round, the playoffs. Yep. Uh, we made it back in ninety-seven, and that was a surprising run. Yep. Um, so you know, you'd never take that for granted. Even though, yes, we're getting, next year we'll get two of our starting pitchers uh, uh, back. Maybe Brantley too. Um, anything can happen, and this is this is our shot right now. Yeah, this is our shot. You got to go for it because you know the other team that's going to be good for the next four or five years is the fucking Chicago Cubs. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so yeah, it, this a, it, enjoy it. I guess is my the the best thing I can say is what has happened already is an amazing accomplishment. We should feel good about it. Um, it's a fun team. This is this is top ten Cleveland team easily. Um and and enjoy the hell out of it. Amen, brother. Playoff um, playoff baseball is awesome. I I have missed it. I missed it so much. Yeah, but just the intensity of every single pitch. Yeah, uh, roar of the crowd. I, I I'm so pumped. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's great. All right, so we move on to the uh, the champions. Want to make a prediction, Patty? Uh did we do one last time for the for the Red Sox series? I don't know. No, I don't think we did. And baseball is so hard; it's almost it's almost impossible. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, no, but- no, no, nobody does. Honestly, I mean, you, if you were just looking at it raw, the Cubs are favored and should be favored. Um, so, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably say Cubs in six, I guess. But like that doesn't mean anything. I have no, yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen. Absolutely I know I'd love. None. I know I'd love to see Tribe in six. That'd be great. Right. <laughs> I do feel like they got a little magic at home, but you know that can go with that can go away in an inning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so no, that's that's the truth of the matter. I have no freaking idea what's going to happen, and that's part of the fun thing about playoff baseball, too, man. No clue. Absolutely, no clue. All right, I think we're, I think we're about an hour in um, covering the Indians. Uh, shall we move on to the, uh, the 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 second half of our, our double feature? <laughs> Let's do it, buddy. I don't think we'll we'll spend a whole hour on it, uh, but uh, I think we have some things we have not even. I had a chance to talk about all summer. Yeah. We really had a chance to talk about Kevin Durant, anything like that. Nope. So, 
Um, I talked about this a little bit last week, though. So moving on to the Cavs uh, title defense preview. I, had, I, had, I talked about this in the um, Tribe preview, playoff preview a little bit. But, yeah, I just want to, again, remind everyone, you, you, we, it's, fun, it's fun to remind the world that the Gold State Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. But uh, I think it's doing the disservice of, uh, of making this about Golden State choking and not the greatest comeback in the history of sports. That's right. <laughs> I mean, what the Cavs did was unprecedented, historic, uh, and easily one of the greatest championships in the history of sports. So uh, that's the thing to remember. That's the thing to emphasize uh, uh, above all else. Yes, it needs to get talked about way more. I appreciated, uh, I don't know if you saw Zach Lowe's season preview where he sort of tears all the teams and runs, yeah. does a little bit on all of them. I appreciated what he did there. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, you know, like, yeah, of course, Golden State you know, should, should win this thing. They have a ridiculous thing. But uh, and what LeBron did gives you a pause because he's still there. Yes. Let us not right. forget that. Absolutely beat Golden State. Like, like, that's without a doubt they can beat them. Like, and that's yeah. what they should. That's what they should. You can't count them out. They shouldn't win. <laughs> like, Golden State should win. Doesn't mean they're going to because LeBron's that's there. Cor- that is correct. And, and that's, that's what's so great about this. Oh, fucking um, LeBron, man. Love him. So great having him back. It's, it's amazing. We can talk about about the Cavs showing up at the. the no, that, that was so great too, man. I love LeBron's tweeting about the Indians all the time. He is all the time. Go try roll roll time. Yeah, uh, he gave a speech with the uh, uh, J.R. Smith was still negotiating his contract and showed up and all this Indians. <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's great. Oh man, my my come- sister. Uh, uh, I think we would call this assault, Pat. Uh, assaulted what? Kevin Love at uh, game two. What? She was sitting with uh, – she's got a buddy that has tickets that are like lower deck third baseline and oh. was sitting there. And I think Love and Jefferson were sitting right up on the field in that mm-hmm. section and came oh, yeah. back walking through the crowd. And she said she just reached out and grabbed him. And I was like, that uh, that's assault, Suzanne. Yeah. What did he do? <laughs> I think he was getting mobbed by a bunch of people, so I don't think she she stood out amongst. It. I mean, she, she said he was happy. I love that they went down there and did that. And uh, it's it great, man. Uh, and Tito was like, I think Tito's comment after was like, I hope they had something to drive him home. They were getting wrong. They got a shot of somebody. We, everyone thought it was uh, J.R. Smith at first, but I think it was. Um, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, he left the team for a while. Now he's back again. Uh, um, Dante Jones. I think Dante Jones had a bottle of not Henning, but of uh, like Jack Daniels. Like just had a whole bottle in his hand. Whoa! <laughs> in the lows, like those guys were having. Whoa. A good... Oh man, that was great. Um, we'll get back to the actual Cavs here for a second. The actual playing Cavs. Um, I gotta say, Kevin Durant to Golden State. We talked about it before, uh, and I said that honestly, I thought the scariest thing would be Kevin Durant staying in um, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Because Oklahoma City could have beaten that team, Golden State. They should have. Should have. Could have. If Durant yeah. hadn't choked. Another year. Yeah, exactly. Another year together. Uh, I, you know, with with the pieces they added, going to All Depot. Yeah. Uh, I was like, ah, that's a scary team, actually, to be honest. I'm a little more afraid of them. They have a little more three-point shooting. They're one big weakness, right? Um, that, that's a scary team. I think then that creates two scary teams coming out of the West. I, I think that's a scarier option than them going to Golden State. You know, the only, and again, the only reason why is that Golden State, yeah, having Kevin Durant is, is a ridiculous – it's like replacing Harrison Barnes with Kevin Durant. That's terrifying. Yep. Um, 
Do you remember how mad the Warriors fans around us in Game Seven were, Pat, at Harrison Barnes? They fucking hated. I mean, I, I would have been worried for his safety. Furious with him. Furious. Kevin Durant taking all those shots. Yeah, that's that's, that's very scary. It's incredibly terrifying. Very um, scary. That being said, they have um, uh, a fucking lunatic on their team. Um, God, that piece was amazing, wasn't it? Oh my God, that was amazing. Like, I'm, I'm legitimately concerned for him. I think he's, I think he's got the uh, either bipolar disorder or some kind of you know manic. Uh, like, I think he could be uh, diagnosed, and maybe he already has. It, it has that the, you know the, 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 like that that outburst where he was like he was getting emotional and screaming and almost going at like assaulting I, Steve Kerr. At Kerr, where People, the where the SWAT team was outside. The thing with like their hands on the triggers of their guns, ready to go in—that was crazy, man. The way he reacted to that sounds like somebody who's in the middle of a manic episode. Yeah, you know, and like I mean, I think the guy needs medication, but like some kind of thing that that, that fuels him. Like if he was going to take medication, he wouldn't be as good wouldn't be as good a basketball player. Yeah, it's like, like that. It's like an artist that it, that is like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, exactly. Manic, and that's where they get their creativity, and if the if they are medicated, they'll lose that and. Yeah, it, it definitely that article definitely made it feel like that. So it will, it will be very interesting to see how this team meshes or handles adversity um, uh, when when it comes. They're going to have a lot of easy cakewalk games, but there's going to be a lot of moments I think uh, you know, where Durant, sorry, where where Draymond's being Draymond in a way that is uh, difficult for them. It's intentionally, of course, that 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 the organization is 100 behind him, but not Kirk because Kirk has to fucking deal with him. Yeah, that was so interesting, wasn't it? That they said, like, the line about Kerr being out on an island dealing with him. Yeah, that's crazy. That was very interesting, man. I, that was a great piece. Really great piece. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm on paper, I'm terrified, but I have some hope that, um, that one, they're going to have some trouble adjusting and figuring out what they can do. Two, they're going to have a lot of issues uh, uh, chemistry-wise. Um, three, um, yeah, there are a team full of chokers that all, all, all share in common blowing 3-1 leads in the playoffs. So uh, there's a big ray of hope there. And the biggest one for the Cavs is that we have a full season with our system under Ty Lue. Um, I got yeah, and, that it's a, and that it's our third year together with this core, too, I think is a big deal. Uh, I think yeah. I talked about him. I think I talked about that after, after we won the championship. Yeah. Um, like that, that Golden State team has been together for a long time now. Yeah, uh, they didn't just get there overnight, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're different. It's a it's a big deal. Just that time together, uh, I don't think should be overlooked for the Cavs. Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, any other thoughts on the, um, Kevin Durant? No. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. It does a disservice to the most amazing championship ever. Yeah, and, and the fact that the Golden State Warriors uh, um, uh, had the second uh, uh, greatest creations signing this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, the Cavs had the best creations signing. We yeah. signed the best player, yeah. James. Yeah, that's right. That should not be overlooked. Suck on it. Uh, can we say farewell to uh, a handful? Yeah, we never got to do this. We should do this. So uh, some champions are leaving us. Uh, uh, let's talk about Timo. Mozgov. Oh. Wow, that great Russian bear. I miss him already. He had a, a brief sparkling moment in Cleveland sports uh, history. So the candle that burns twice as bright burns half as long, Patty. And he That's burns right. so very, very bright. 
Those commercials. He dies. dies. Riding a bear around. All that weird stuff. Group up. Um, I'll, I'll be really interested to see um, if he, like, because he was basically unplayable uh, yeah. last year. I'll be interested. And, you know, there was all that, uh, I, I think, possibly credibly that he was hurt all year and just yeah. never had it because of that. So I'll be interested to see what comes back. Still amazing that the Lakers signed him for that deal. That amazing amount of money. Just, and just, just right it. away. Like, they couldn't wait to do it. Right away. Crazy. I know. Who were they, who were they negotiating against? No, absolutely. I, I really hope he bounces back because he does have some nice touch around the rim. Um, he doesn't have nice touch in terms of catching the ball. No, That's always just the worst hands. Worst hands. Um, but they, we were talking about that story about him before before last season, and like, just I, I love that guy so much. Like, crazy. Yeah. No, I wish him. I wish him well. I mean, he's he's already done well. He signed that contract. He's life's good for Timo. Um, but I have no objection to him finding success. Uh, how'd you feel about losing Delhi? Man, that's a uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I really hate losing him. We talked uh, about it a lot at the time, and at some point, Skyler, we will have you on to do your your whole bit about how cheap Dan Gilbert is, which is just the most forgotten argument that I'm aware of. Um, <laughs> our starting lineup this year is making a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, when we, we were going back and forth and when it was initially announced, I think we were both like, yeah, that's, that's too much money for Delhi. And yeah. then you sort of get adjusted to the new cap situation. You're like, oh, it's, uh, I sort of wish we had him right now. Yep. Uh, our backup point guard situation's a little in flux. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't think Kyrie, you know, I, I find it hard to believe Kyrie's going to play 80 games this year. Um, yeah. Or maybe or should he play eighty games? Uh, and Delhi was super valuable for us. I still don't understand fully why he stopped playing. Um, and, and I think that's got to be the biggest part of the reason why um, we didn't we let him go. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously his his skill set is undeniable. He plays good, hard, physical defense. He's not the most athletic guy, so he can get burnt, but he can hold his own and he can make you feel it. Right? Yep. He hits three pointers at a forty percent clip, uh, and he ran the offense really well. The second unit, he had a lot yep. of assist to turnover ratio was really good. Um, he's a good glue guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he couldn't get on the court uh, for the Golden State series. We were playing Mo Williams over him. Yeah, it was it. really weird. I don't get it. Still, I've never seen an explanation for it. It must be a matchupy type thing. I don't know. I guess it's super valuable in that series the year before. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what happened. Um, whether he was hurt, we always speculated he was a little bit hurt, uh, which may have been what happened. Yeah, although you didn't hear that over the summer at all. He didn't have surgery or anything. So it makes me think that played on the, the, the played on like turned it around pretty quick to play on the Australian national team and was fine. Yeah, I think I think that the way that the way they were scheming and the way that it worked, uh, uh, we we just decided we couldn't play him, and that mattered in whether we're going to spend a ton of money on him. Yeah. More important. I think they also were clear, like the ownership was clear that, like, look, we're going to be spending no matter what, like 30, 40 million in tax dollars, right? Yeah. Um, we, that means, and that's if we sign, we sign one of JR and Delhi. We sign them both, then it's like 80 million, and, and we can't convince the ownership group to put on that or something like that. Right. Um, so you had to pick one, and if you're going to pick between Delhi and JR, who are you picking? Yeah, you're picking JR. That's, that's, that's the right choice. Um, you know, the other thing is, I think they feel like they can develop somebody into that role, right? If that's Felder or McRae or whoever. Um, 
and that I and it'll be super interesting watching Delhi in, in Milwaukee again. Delhi's an old-time calf to me. I love him. I wish him nothing but the best. Um, I hope he succeeds and plays brilliantly. Um, but it's interesting to see what happens to guys when they stop playing with LeBron. Yeah, that will be very interesting. Role players, especially. Um, yeah. So it'll be like, is he going to hit? Is he going to be shooting wide open threes like he could with the Cavs and have a percentage that he did because of that? Well, man, he, he, he didn't get wide open threes because like you can't get wide open threes in the Cavs roster. Remember what Bill said? <laughs> yes, that's right. That's why Shannon Fry was such a waste. Um, so hey, that's enough on Dell. We'll we'll get into Delhi when we have Skyler on later. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, this, this is this is all all grist for for Skyler's mill. So Skyler, yes. good material for you to come back at us with, and we'll we'll have it out. Yep. Um, how about uh, Sasha Khan? Sasha Khan, uh, we hardly knew you. <laughs> I will still buy you a beer if I see you in, anywhere. Yes. All the champions, like I, it, drinks on me. Yes. I see. Lo- love, you. much love for you, Sasha. I, but you know. Have a wonderful life, I guess. I, I, he, I don't know that he's even going and playing in Russia, is he? I think he no, retired. I retired. I think he's like, that's, that's enough. Yeah, um, I got it. Yeah, have, have, a, have a wonderful life. We yep, appreciate absolutely. everything you did for us. Mm-hmm. Right, right, into the, right into your own bear, into the sunset. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Mo Williams. Uh, he uh, was, this uh, one's tougher, man. To come back, he left, and he, now, he's, now he's retiring, right? For sure. I think so, although it seems like it's weird. I don't know that that's official because they're acting like this. there's still a roster spot available yeah. with him. I'm I'm a little unclear as to what's going on. I don't think he's officially filed the paperwork. It seems like there's some bad blood between him and the team. Mm-hmm. Um, management, not not the players. Um, yeah. And I, I don't get it. Yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah. Something weird's yeah. going on. I don't I don't fully understand it. It makes me a little uncomfortable. It sounds like you know he wants to keep coming back, but uh, maybe not right away. He wants to do another procedure on his knee or something. I don't know. It, it wants well, to also, also, you know, he's owed whatever he's making three million dollars this year, and most made. He's had a nice career. He's made some good money, but that's I mean, still three million dollars. You know, like yeah, I wouldn't retire from being a basketball yeah. player. Yeah, if you have that coming, absolutely. To- you know, okay, I'll be injured and try to recover during the year, but I'm going to need that $3 million. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need that money. I get that, and I don't begrudge him that. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't – It's it, more will come out about this, I think. But it's still yeah. – it, it feels like it's still impacting the roster in a little bit in a weird way. I don't, I don't get it. It's very yeah. strange. Very strange. But, um, Mo, we love you. I'm super glad he came back and got – uh, the ring with us. There's very sweet redemption there, and I'm glad he Coco Crisp esque, you might say. Yes, yeah, love for that to repeat. And also, it's a Mo is a little sweet. You know, I feel like that one was for for Big Z and and uh, oh, yeah. Delante and mm. and uh, Andy. Yeah, I've always... even Andy. Cleveland anymore? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he were, he really turned fast. Oh boy. Oh man, that was rough. But yeah, no, we 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 didn't begrudge him a, a, a ring. No, he did he did he did his part in screwing up. That's correct. All right, Maddie, let's let's move on to uh, welcoming some new calves. Um, let's start with one um, hard, hard one t- for you. Hard on me. He's on the top of my kill list. Yeah. <laughs> this is shades of uh, Kendrick Perkins oh. coming in how yeah. 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 
what the fuck do I do about Mike Dunleavy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate this guy. You sort of look a little bit like him. Fuck you, Maddie. <laughs> you took, I don't look racist, do I? <laughs> I don't look like a dirty motherfucker that doesn't punch him in the face when he can get away with it. Do oh, I? Oh, God. No. It, oh, it, yeah, this God. Is, I hate this guy. That's a tough one for you, buddy. He's going to be good for us, too. Yeah, he fits. He, I mean, he's a little old, but he's a great three-point shooter that uh, can, can guard small forward and, and is a good system defender. I think Jason Lloyd said he's the best shooter on the team. Jesus. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, I, I, I mean, yes, the fact that he's playing for the Cavs, I'm going to lower him on my kill list, but I think he's still on my kill list. <laughs> yes, I still want to kill <laughs> This is highly unusual. <laughs> I mean, give me give me some give me some games this season, you know, where he plays well. I'm sure I'm sure it's gonna abate a little bit. It'll stay in my hand. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just slap him around a bit. This is this is one I think we're gonna have to come to for every podcast for the year, Patty. Is where do you stand? Where does Dunleavy stand on the kill list? Uh, uh, I'll hold my thumb out like a uh, like a, a, a Roman emperor. Yes. <laughs> Live or die. Mm. I think I still kill him right now. Um, <laughs> I give it a I give it a month and he's off permanently for you for the year. That's what I think. We're, we're gonna. See. You think a month? You think a month he'll be off the kill list? Yeah, he'll hit a couple. I, he'll hit a couple big threes and you'll talk yourself back into it. He'll be he'll be he'll be in a new list of the um, um, slap around, but but not hurt their shooting hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, he, he's a great fit. Uh, because we are he's sort of like the Channing Fry, but for the small four position, right? Yeah. That's sort of it's also sort of what we have already with uh, crazily enough with what's his name? Um, uh, uh, Tall Black Scooter. RJ. RJ, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Scooter uh, who just hits threes but can guard the three spot. Yeah. Um, but, but you know he can also go fours, which is what uh, so he gives us another. He's like a Channing Fry uh, uh, RJ hybrid, right? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. That's not a bad not a bad comparison. I mean, but, you know, he's old, so it'll be interesting to see if he can stay healthy for the year. But you know, more than, we, we, need him, we need him for a fairly limited profile, um, which yeah. is probably 15 to 18 minutes a game and shooting threes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And being, being present on defense. So that's, it's, a good role. it's a good role for him. Yep. Uh, we have 38-year-old Birdman. Yeah, speaking of old, Jesus. Yeah, that, I didn't realize 38, but also I didn't realize he was still playing basketball. <laughs> Reuniting uh, him and Jr. from those mid-aught uh, Nuggets teams. Yeah, LeBron's really pulling the bands back together. Yeah, up in our tattoo yeah. quotient considerably. Yes. Does this mean I'm going to have to buy a Birdman tattoo shirt next year, Patty? After the season, am I locked into that now? I, I hope for nothing less than that. You have to do that. That would be amazing. Yeah. You could have a collection of two tattooed chest shirts. <laughs> have you worn that out in public yet? Your Jr. Smith shirt. I was at a party a few weeks ago that was uh, some friends who are our age through that was uh, uh, we're getting too old for this shit party. <laughs> and you wore that to it? And I wore that, yeah, because I was like, I'm definitely too old to wear this shirt. And this is did one of the few places that I could wear it and not did, feel terrible. Uh, did, you, did you wear it publicly on your, on your, on your uh, journey over to this party? Or did you no. wear a jacket? No. I wore an old uh, Cavs zip-up jacket that I have that I was that I'm also probably too old to be wearing, but that it this is not offensive. Zipped all the way up. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. you better believe it. 
I told, did I tell you that, I may have said this in the podcast or not, but I, I asked uh, uh, my former colleague, Mark Lamont Hill, uh, who is an accomplished author and, and speaker, uh, actually has a new book out uh, uh, about, uh, 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 you know, race issues and, uh, and, and police and all that stuff. Um, I went to him, I chatted him, I said, um, Mark, quick question. Hey, can I wear this? Is this uh, like a chest version of blackface wearing this shirt? Like I, you know, just just know I only want to wear it out of my undying love for for J.R. Smith for no other reason. But is this safe? And he laughed and said, you know, you absolutely have to get this shirt. You have to wear this. And then I said, shit, this is the problem. I don't know whether you're actually telling me this because you think it's okay or you know it's not okay. <laughs> you just want to fuck with me. I feel pretty okay wearing it, honestly. I mean, it's, 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 I don't want to be seen in public with it because it's fucking crazy, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it's offensive. So one of the, I'll, I'll talk quickly about this, Pat. There's two weird things about it. One is you never see JR's back really, but there's like a lot of clown faces on the, on his back, like a lot, like four maybe. Yeah, it's fun. It, they're creepy and it's real weird, real, real, real weird. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is, um, you know, like it's his chest. So like there's nipples, right? Like his nipples are there and they roughly line, line up with, with my own nipples and that's fine. But he's got a much longer torso than me and his belly button falls about where uh, just below the belt for me. And the belly button is uh, has a phallic quality that is <laughs> that is disturbing for people, and rightly so. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't! I, I, I can't wait to see you wear this. Did, 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 you, did you wear it when you came to visit me? I don't think you did. I don't think I had it yet when I came to visit you. I would. Next time I see each other, you got you got to break that up for sure. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a trip. Um, before we get into the other Cavs uh, joining us, we're already, we're already talking about Jr. Uh, I mean, how happy uh, to have him back in the fold. Yeah, great. I'm glad. I mean, this is sort of what we saw happening, right? Like, it's, this is a almost an exact replay of what happened with TT. So yeah, we, exactly. we knew that's what the number was. It took a while to get there. They got there. All's good. And three, three years feels fair. I mean, two years would have been obviously better, but uh, you know, honestly, three years do it. Uh, the fourth year, obviously, is one that's not as guaranteed that we can get out of that if, if we need to. But as long as LeBron's here, uh, uh, JR's fine. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, I'm not worried at all. I feel, at all. I feel great about it. He earned it every sign. Yeah, um, absolutely. Quickly on Birdman, you know, I think we'll spot minutes from him. He's. I'm a little worried about our uh, – I, I should take that back. I was going to say I was a little worried about our size at center, but that's sort of stupid. Um, yeah. I, not our size, our depth at center. I think we'll be fine. I like him because you know they've said this. He's going to come in and be a little bit of the enforcer. Yeah, right? be enforcer, which we haven't had. Lay some um, hard fouls. He'll also take some minutes to bang against big guys like Drummond and uh, yeah, uh, the huge centers that TT just shouldn't. You know, when TT has to play those guys, I mean, he, he did well in the playoffs, but during the regular season, he tends to he tends to have bad games the regular season against uh, those guys just yes. because. He's working so hard just to make up for the size difference. Yeah. That no, his there. his defensive value is uh, is other places. So I he, I I'm fine with that as an addition. He'll be pleasant for us. He knows what to do. Doesn't yeah. need the ball. He plays very effectively off the ball. We'll see some nice. Uh, he doesn't get up like he used to, but he can still get up a little. We'll see some nice alley oop action with him this year. He'll be fun. I mean, Cavs fans will love him. I predict. 
Uh, and Kay Felder. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of people Cavs fans of love. Yeah, you're going to love this guy. Um, super fast, super quick off the dribble. He can create, he can create shot, not shots for himself, but he can get open and create avenues that then forces the defense to collapse, which uh, uh, gives him uh, assist opportunities. Yeah. Um, and oh man, I mean, five foot, what nine? I think five. Shoot, I think five eight. Five eight, and he can fucking fly. Yeah. Yeah. His dunks are crazy. His in-game dunks are going to be awesome when they happen. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I mean, people throw all use. Yeah. It'll be really um, so. You know, the the reports on him are that he's the beat writers have said he's eh, he's rough and they weren't sure he's going to get minutes. He's the backup point guard coming in though. Assuming he plays, I guess he had a concussion in practice the other day and he's in yeah, yeah. In, in the protocol, so it's unclear if he'll be ready up for Tuesday or not. Um, I think he needs to work on his three point shooting, but it seems like people aren't too concerned that that'll that'll come. Um, I'm super because. I think he looked okay in the preseason, but not great. But he was also playing with not like the the Cavs good players, right? right. So the the same effect that LeBron has on role players that we talked about earlier. I'll be interested to see how um, how that affects him. And he might yeah. look a lot better because of that by dint of. I watched him, I watched him a bit in summer league, and uh, that's where I got really excited by uh, yeah. him. Just he's so he looks like an NBA player. Um, yeah, I agree. The, Obviously, as you said, the, the hope is that we can capture uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, 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 in, in the bottle, right? And, yeah. Um, and fit that profile. Um, so that'll be pretty exciting. Um, anybody else we're missing? Um, so, so there's there's another at least one roster spot that's available right. still. That it seems like Dante Jones, you mentioned earlier, is somehow back in the conversation for that, which is weird, and I don't fully understand what's what's going on there, but. Uh, it's him and then uh, Liggins, I think, are the, the candidates for, for that spot. And there's also talk of, uh, of uh, signing uh, midseason Mario Chalmers, right, to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. there's uh, Jarrett Jack talk, too. I think Jack got cut by the Hawks coming out. He's still recovering from his blown Achilles. There'll be guys that'll come available. I think they might want to keep a roster spot available just for that yeah. flexibility. There's some little loose talk about them taking offers on McCray, too. Um, mm-hmm. which I, I don't know exactly what to make of that, if they're doing it for a, a second-round draft pick or something, and you know that means yeah. they, they don't believe in him or they do. I don't know. I thought he looked okay. Those, I thought he looked okay, too, and I, I'd, I'd give him a season to, to, to yeah. try out. The great thing about the season is that, is that we can we can spend the season like just find, finding out about guys but also gelling our, in our system. Yeah. Not so much about uh, uh, the win losses because there's really only two teams <laughs> that are in it this year. Yeah. Um, the other thing was, um, <clears throat> uh, oh shoot, what was I going to say? Um, we were talking about backup throwing cards. Ah, I can't remember. I lost my train of thought. Um, Who else we're going to sign? Players that are going to become available? Legan, yeah, I don't know. Jack, Chalmers. I don't know. What you're yeah, I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, um, Good. So I know we want to do a quick uh, who's on the kill list thing, but I, I think we need to talk about uh, uh, TT, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Jesus. So the rumor yeah. was going around uh, this. We're talking late Sunday night, early Monday morning. Uh, the rumor is going around Friday. No, no, no. Yeah, Friday, Thursday or Friday last week that TT, who definitely is, is dating, I'm going to put that in scare quotes, uh, Khloe Kardashian. Um, 
that they are engaged after a month of dating and also planning a reality TV show around that, which I, you know, I don't like any of that, man. Nope. Nope. Uh, she, but he's sort of, and then Sam Amico tweeted, I think it was Sam Amico, right? Tweeted out that uh, sources close to TT were saying that's not true. Yeah, the engagement and reality show part. Yeah. No, I think it was both. I, I, I'd heard, I'd, I'd seen uh, reports from TT's camp saying both of those were completely, completely, completely untrue. Okay. And I, and I tweeted that I could, I could uh, uh, feel the, the collective exhale of Cleveland sports, yeah. sports fans. I mean, she has a pretty fucking unimpeachable record of ruining guys. Yep. Uh, uh, which I, which scares me. I, I'm not wild. That, I mean, this TT has this in him. This is who he is, and you know, he's he's. Yeah. A little uh, fame obsessed, celebrity obsessed, whatever you want to call that. If he wants to, yeah, he wants to play around in that world, which I, you know, whatever. What am I going to begrudge him that? I'd, I'd prefer he didn't, but whatever. Yeah, this, that's that's who he is. Um, this sort of reminds me of the Kalani uh, thing with uh, Kyrie. Um, just had this bad thing that they're going to be uh, yeah, bad, you know, and just going to drain him uh, all season. So let's let's. Let's hope these two lovebirds <laughs> find find other people. Yeah, soon. yeah. I'm not looking Sorry. forward to seeing Chloe in the stands at Cavs games. So I'm like, I don't need, I don't need that, Pat. Let's not worry about him and his happiness. Yeah. Let's just talk about a minor annoyance for me. Yeah, yeah. A few times right. a week. Um, yeah, I hope that I hope LeBron uh, gets to him and, and takes care of this <laughs> shit. LeBron, take care of this. Come on. <laughs> Uh, well, I remember I was going to talk about uh, uh, in that same Zach Lowe article. Uh, I was talking about uh, how the Cavs uh, have been approached uh, uh, with offers for uh, Iman Shumpert. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't clear about what what was being offered or what we would want back. Uh, he 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 said, and I agree that um, uh, it's going to have to be. I mean, we need him. <laughs> so, uh, and, oh, it's a little, know. it's a little like when we were talking about trading Mozgov, and you're like, yeah, except we need a center back if we were yeah. going to trade him. So it's that, yeah, it's that weird situation. Back. I mean, unless they who think are we going to find? Who are we going to get back that is better than him at the same position? It's just a. Yeah, the only, only thing that makes sense is if Jordan, if, if McCray somehow, uh, the Cavs think he's as good as Shumper on defense, and um, he's, and but he's not. Not, we know that. We've yeah. seen enough to know that. He's, he's just not. So I, you know, I, Schumper could get dealt. That doesn't, that wouldn't shock me, but I agree. It doesn't, uh, unless it's part of a bigger package of things, it doesn't quite add up to me. I, our um, friends were throwing Ricky, because Ru- Minnesota was the room when we were throwing Ricky Rubio around, yeah, the, uh, which I don't know. To have a, a point, a backup point guard that can't shoot? Right. I mean, he's a great. He is a full stop great defender, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see how that adds to beat Golden State. No, I, I, I think that's right. But who knows? It doesn't quite add up to me. But something to watch. And yes. I, uh, David Griffin has earned our our trust on these, on these matters and all matters. I will, I will, I will give him the benefit of the doubt for a very long time. Oh he, yeah, he has, to, he has to screw up a lot. Consistently before I start to turn on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some real mistakes he's got to make. Um, which I guess covers the Delhi situation too, right? Like that's oh, that's, totally. That's, I mean, he's he's gonna have to start. I'm trying to think what he's gonna have to do to actually start make me doubt him. Yeah. Um, 
I think he might have to start dating a Kardashian. <laughs> Chris. Did you uh did you see that um I, this is this is going back a little ways, but uh, Zach Lowe did a podcast with Brian Windhorst right after we won the championship, and uh, yes. Windhorst did a great thing where he was like, uh, "I want to talk about some of the trades the Cavs made, some of the moves they made getting into this year." And he went back and he was like, "I'm prepared to like each and every one, like the trade of Jarrett Jack and all those guys mm-hmm. uh, to the Nets to clear space and trading uh, Zeller to clear all those." And he's like, "I'm prepared to give that uh, that that trade a uh, an A grade." <laughs> I am prepared to give that trade an A grade. Firing of uh, David Blatt, I'm prepared to give that an A. <laughs> that was unreal. Because so, it all worked. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the grade was before, it's all A now. Yeah, yeah. They all built up to a championship, the most historic championship. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was great. So, yeah, he's got my trust. It's – it's. Uh, it's funny, you know, normally, Patty, we would have done, we're at an hour and a half now. We'll wrap in a couple minutes, I'm guessing. Yeah. But normally, we would have done this whole thing on the Cavs and the NBA and gone through who we think is going to make the playoffs. Um, yeah. But we had too much Indians to talk about. Too much Indians. Also, to be honest, there's not much to preview this year. Because, like, I mean, this, uh, this is good to get back to KD and Jordan State. This is what I hate about the most is that it made the playoffs and everything else kind of, and the whole season kind of boring. It, it feels like a, I mean, there's some exciting storylines in the NBA and there's some teams that are up and coming and some, some wonky things to watch, but it does feel uh, like a, just the, the, the pregame, the appetizer for a, a Cavs Warriors trifecta. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's not going to be a, a, a barring injuries to either team. That's, that's, it would be utterly shocking. I, I don't, is it basketball? Well, basketball is the one kind of world where it's not like baseball, where anything can happen. We're yeah. like, no, these are the two teams that really will come out of it. It's, uh, it's yeah, bar- barring injury. That's right. Um. So anyway, but uh, but yeah. So there's not much because I I don't. Do you care who gets second or third place between Boston and, and Toronto? No, I not even not even a little. I happen to. I happen. I mean, well, I'll go very quickly here because I know you're going to have to go in a second. Uh, I'm. Yeah. This is some because I listen to Simmons still, but you know he's way over this Horford signing. I'm not so freaking impressed with Al Horford, man. I gotta be honest. PTA is like two, two, yeah. two series. I mean, they're talking about how much is going to improve the rebounding on Boston. That Atlanta team was terrible at rebounding. I think they were 28th in the league in rebounding percent. Like they, I, I, I don't they know. have a genius. They have a genius coach that's going to use them in such right. Uh, genius and coach with a two and eight record in the playoffs. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so I'm a little less. I mean, they're they're a team that's built for the regular season, and that they've got a lot of depth and guys they can move around. So they'll they'll win some games, but I'm, I ain't scared of them yet. Not worried about them, not at all. Um, so let's yeah, let's. What's your kill list going into the season? We did this last year. I think it's good to, to start it up again. Um, I think it's all Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Joachim Noah was on there for me before last season, and he's, I don't know, I don't, I, I think he's a little beat up. I don't know if we're going to really see him that much. Dunleavy's yeah. on our team, even though he's still on your kill list. Oh, uh, my kill list. He's, he's, there, he's still there until further notice. You know, Chris Paul, somebody that's been on there for us before, Harden. Um, I, I really think it's, uh, it's like – Curry, Curry, Draymond, Clay Thompson is a hundred percent up there after his freaking antics in the finals. Is he on your kill list now? Clay? No, KD, Kevin Durant. KD, I don't think has made it yet, but he can get there real quick. He's on. He's on watch. 
He's on. Yeah, <laughs> you're on notice for sure. He is on watch. Um, yeah, I, most of my most of my anger towards him not anger. It's not it's not kill worthy. It's it's it, it's like really, dude. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, man. Seriously? Yeah. That's really? Yeah. All right, man. I think Bo gets off. Um, off the kill. Uh, yeah. He's not there anymore. Bogut? Yeah. I don't hate him anymore. Uh, Pachulia could get there real quick. He's oh, he's, a, yeah. he's somebody that's bothered me. He's got a really hateable face. Well, then who's number one for you, then? Is it Draymond? Or the Curry? Uh, God. Getting tough. It is getting tough, man. I think it's Curry. Wow, I think mine's still Draymond, um, just because that article just painted him as such an unbelievable asshole. Yeah, but it also you said it though. It also made it feel like it, some of this is beyond his control. That's true. Um, That's true. And like people, let's not sleep on Curry's fucking antics in the oh. finals, man. Falling oh, apart, hit that temper tantrum, throwing of the uh, the yeah. mouth guard was ah oh, so good. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So good. Incredibly lucky he didn't get suspended for a game after that. I mean, by, I by wasn't, he wasn't going to get suspended for that. Of course he was not after that. After Draymond got, but that's my point. Is that... Yeah, he just totally lost control. Um, his wife really makes me angry. He, he gets that. I can't. She can't make the list, so he he gets her points. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to change it. I'm, I'm, I'm with you now. It's Curry. It's Curry. I think it's Curry Green Thompson in that yeah. order. You think Thompson. Uh, um, and I don't know that there's any, like who who else in the league. I, if this sort of touches on like what you said. Like I don't feel like there's other people that are threats to us right now. Yeah, so it doesn't really bug me yet. Right. Um, so that'll that'll come. You know, we we talk about that as as the the season develops, those hatreds oh, bubble oh, up. Jake, Jake Crowder I might want to kill. Oh, oh Patty. An oldie but a yeah. goodie. Yeah, I forgot about that. He, I haven't gotten him. Uh, Kelly Olnick, I maybe don't care about anymore. Now that we got our ring. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I put, sorry, sorry, go ahead, Patty. I have one point after. I put Jay Crowder on there, so that, that'd be my number four. Yeah, that's reasonable. I'm not sure who else I put on there. And Dunleavy. Dunleavy. Oh, Dunleavy's still there, yeah, for sure. So that's my five. Um, fill in, fill in five. Who'd be, who would your fifth be? <clears throat> um... I'm trying to think of who else I hate on the war. You know, David West is going to get there for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, of course, David West is going to be on there. Um, but also, what about – maybe someone on the Pistons? The Pistons kind of annoyed the shit out of me this yeah, year. Yeah, they were – um, uh, who was the rookie last year that really – that really? Oh, Stanley Johnson? Too, yeah, Stanley Johnson. They got too big for his britches. Um, and also the, one of the Morris, the Morris brothers. Uh, which one is it? Marcus? Marcus is, Marcus is on that team. Markeith is on the – Wizards. Mark Morris, uh, I, I can easily, easily hate. And uh, um, uh, uh, Reggie Jackson. Crazy. Reggie Jackson. He's hurt for the beginning of the year, though, so, so it'll we'll take a little while. Yeah, you're right, though. That Pistons team has some guys that could agitate me. I mean, the Bulls are a totally reformed team that I don't, like, I'm not going to hate Dwayne Wade on that team. It's just uh, weird. I'm so happy. I'm, I mean, I'm just happy he left the, the, the Heat and, yeah. and to them, so I, I can't be mad at him. Yeah. Pat Riley, uh, Pat Riley, I've let go of a lot of my anger. So I put I put most of them on the radar. Uh, you know they'll have to do something in the yes. year to get. They're capable of doing something to get back there. You're right, but I don't think they're there but yet. 
I think we have our five. Yeah. Um, hey, Maddie, are you are you tired about uh, talking about the greatest championship in NBA history? Never. And I will yeah. ne I will never be tired of talking about it. Yeah, we've gone down two hours, but uh, fortunately, I have to. Uh, well, I have one thing I wanted to say very quickly, which is that uh, you said Kelly Olynyk, and it made me think of this: is that the reports on on Love are that uh, he looks great, he's in great shape, and a sort of underreported thing last year was that he could not work out work out at all last summer because he was recovering from that shoulder surgery, um, right. and so he played last year pretty thin for him. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he's put some uh, put some some mass back on, so he should be a little tougher, a little able to bang a little bit better this year, um, and maybe get back into back into his game a little bit more, um, which I am I'm hopeful of. I, I I think it is not impossible that we see a big big bounce back year from him. Nice, yeah, that would be nice. Love to see that. Um, all right, uh, Browns? No, fuck the Browns. No, I said we weren't even going to say the the name, and you had to do it. I apologize. Sorry. I, I, it's, it's old habits die hard. I know their team that exists, and they're they're playing a sport right now. <laughs> Some Good. questionable quality. Uh, all right, I think I think that does it. That does it for the Cleveland Sports Hour. Uh, until next time, this is Maddie and Patty saying. Fur.